Hey everybody, this is Mark. And this is Austin. And we want to welcome you to Life with Rojo. Get ready for a wild ride. Hey guys, this is an exciting day for the long-awaited start of the Rojo podcast. I'm Mark and this is Austin. And uh, we want to welcome you to Rojo. Welcome to being part of the Rojo family. Yeah, absolutely. We're super excited. Something we've been planning for a while and I've been waiting for the right time, and we just came to a place where, like, you know, I think it's time to pull the plug and just do it. Yeah, man. So, like, one of the things that we really wanted this to be, like, we, we've been longtime friends, and, and we have some unique experiences that we're going to be bringing, and, and one of our biggest things is we love to bring joy in people's life, and, and we want to bring hope in your life. Uh, we understand the, the day-to-day can be a grind at times, and we understand the feelings of discouragement and, and feelings of just, you know, kind of being alone through things in life, and then all the problems and, and things that come along the way. So what this is, is really our hope is for this to be a time where you can just have a good time, you can relax, maybe laugh a little, and just brighten your day. Yeah, it's just a time to, I don't know, just reflect on the week and bring the whole family too. You know, it's not just for one crowd or one population. We're, a, we're very much a, a family-oriented um, group of guys. Uh, it's just a time that we want to bring hope joys some laughter talk about some real stuff talk about some funny stuff um but all in all just to come together and have a good time to relax after a busy week we all have busy jobs we all have busy lives and busy schedules and things like that and so sometimes you have to be intentional about taking some time to just relax with loved ones friends uh and just cut up a little bit so that's the whole purpose of rojo just a light-hearted time to get together and and talk and laugh and bring some hope. Yeah, and and guys, I'm a father, and what's important to me is the things that we put out are going to be okay for your whole entire family. Austin's an uncle, um, doesn't have any kids yet, doesn't have a wife yet. So, um, so what he's saying is I have no one. That's exactly what you're saying. Basically, basically <laughs> I, I volunteer I, you for a lot I of things. nothing else to do with my time. Because he doesn't even have a but fish. Be here. No, so, I, don't have I don't have time for a fish. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't want a fish either. But, uh, but you know, we still love our fish people. Nothing um, yeah, nothing against you. So let's let's get into it a little bit and just say a little bit about ourselves. So first off, I'm Mark, and, um, you know, I, I work in the mental health field and work in ministry. And one of my big things is just trying to bring hope into situations. And I try to do it in a way where people can have fun and, and joyfulness. Uh, some of my background, uh, I'm a father of four kids and a son-in-law, so I guess you can say five. And then I've got an amazing wife, Brittany. And, um, you know, before getting into this field and really getting into this kind of service, uh, I was in the military and spent some time there. So through this, you're going to hear some different military stories. And that's enough about me. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, well, I'm Austin. Uh, as we discussed, I don't have a family. Or yeah, children, nobody. <laughs> but uh, most of my career has been in social services, mental health specifically, uh, since graduating from college. Um, and I love working with people. I love being there for people. I always have. I grew up in a ministry household, so my my parents were always... Uh, very involved in the community. Uh, they were pastors most of my life, so kind of grew up in that realm also. But biggest thing that taught me was is to treat everyone the same and love people unconditionally. Um, and so that's kind of just my, you know, my motivation in life is just to to love people and serve people the best way I can and try to do that in a mental health perspective. Uh, don't work in necessarily a Christian setting, but definitely. Everything I do kind of has a, a Christian lens just for my personal faith and how I, and my outlook. Um, well, you know, yeah. like one of the things that you said, Austin, was, um, you know, your love for people and loving to serve people. And that kind of brings us into like topic one today. And it, it's kind of an interesting topic. We're seeing it everywhere, guys. In everything that you do, there's an option to tip. 
And uh, <laughs> one of the things that's that's pretty wild for a guy that loves people and loves to serve to the capacity you do, and I've known him a while, and it's true. He loves people and loves to serve. But I guess he doesn't consider tipping a uh, type of Listen, service. So, no, that's not true. So... <laughs> Let's be real. The whole, you know, I believe, you know, when you go to a restaurant, if you're at a sit-down restaurant, absolutely, you should you should tip the waiter or waitress, even if they're not necessarily the most attentive. They're still, you know, providing a service. I think there's an expectation to still tip something. Right? Yeah, yeah. Tip them well. Take take yeah. care of your service. You need to. However, I think sometimes the tipping culture gets a little too gray it's a little too you know too stretch like for example you're going through a drive-through would you tip the person in the drive-through you know like there's certain issues there's certain reasons of like t- or areas of tipping i'm like why would, why am i tipping there's there's nothing being necessarily provided on top of the you know what i'm saying like I, i've got to agree with you like i've got to admit but then for me and and I think we both look at this a little bit different. For me, if I don't tip the person, I kind of want to like turn my head from them or put my head down because I feel a little bit of shame. I yeah. I think that's what they're doing out there. They're trying to make us feel shame for not tipping. Yeah, but it's like at the same time, I don't get you know you don't. It's only certain like it's always the food industry. It's right. always the food industry. Why is it just the food industry? Like. You know, is it? I think about we just came out of Christmas time. You know, there's extra people working in stores. People are buying gifts. Some stores provide you know boxes for you and extra things like you were buying clothes and things like that. Like, but you don't tip them, right? They're just providing you something there. You know what I'm saying? So like when you're going through a drive-through or you're picking up a to-go order or you're doing X, Y, and Z. There's nothing really being done extra, well, so why, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I see what you're saying, and, and I agree. A lot of industries, you know, just the season we got out of was very busy. A lot of people working, a lot of opportunities for people to get extra hours or, yeah. or work PRN, but <clears throat> I've got an example for you. Let, let, let's just throw this out here and, and see what y'all's thoughts are. So what about if you go into a little coffee shop? And maybe said coffee shop is part of your church. Your church owns it. It's a ministry of the church. And maybe you're, and I'm not pointing anybody out here, but maybe you're a single guy that um, doesn't really have a whole lot going on, not even a fish. And you go into this coffee shop, and the, the young lady that rings you up actually knows your name and is able to enter your name in for your, um, you know, points and everything. You know, everybody's got points now that you can get. She, she knows you well enough that she's able to enter your name. And you knew her as well because there was an excitement and a greeting that y'all had for each other where it wasn't strangers. And you, you buy a couple coffees and there's the option to tip. And what if you were somebody in that whole situation and you decided, hey, I'm not going to leave this person a tip. <coughs> now, I did see this happen once. I, I, I experienced it firsthand. And the person looked at the tip in disbelief that there was nothing on there for them. Um, how do you feel about somebody doing that and kind of cheapskating their way on that one? I mean, I don't know if that's a cheapskate, though. If you're ordering a coffee, a normal coffee, like a cup of coffee, for, in, from a family friend, I, that's a, is it a family friend. I I or felt like there was a pretty close relationship. So need so that being said, anytime you are with a family friend, you need to tip them. If they're serving, pretty much, yeah. You know, I. It's like you know the situations. I feel like sometimes you just freeze. It's like. Do I tip? Do I not tip? How much do I tip? They're not really doing anything. You tip like 18% of a $5 cup of coffee is like, how much is that? I don't know. It's math. It's, I'm, not, I'm, I'm more of a visionary, Mark. I'm maybe, not, maybe 90 cents. So you want to tip someone like a 90 cents or a dollar for picking up a cup? 
right and right. pouring a cup of coffee i don't know i can see it going both ways i see where you want to support people support local businesses especially maybe if they're going toward a good cause they're young college students you're able to you know financially able to kind of tip it's not going to hurt you but i don't know if you should feel pressured to tip in certain situations like that well, I mean, I mean, I agree. I don't think we should feel pressure, but I feel like if we know the person, it's an automatic tip. And, and kind of get to go back on your statement, you froze at zero. I, I don't know that most people freeze at zero. Like, they're freezing points. People are putting zero versus no tip or other. Mm. That's but tough. But at the same time, it is tough. Yeah. Well, um, I, I don't know. I know that can be a controversial... Right, I don't know if you want to take an opportunity to repent... I for know, um, I have done not, nothing not wrong personally. This person, I have done nothing wrong. I don't know who you're talking about. Don't know. I don't even drink coffee. Right. Oh, <laughs> he's saying this after his fourth cup today. I have four cups. Maybe but. two. Maybe two. Maybe two. But I don't know. Like, I just feel like the whole tipping has gotten a little like extra. I, I think it has gotten a little eye hand. I'll agree with that. Like, what about a hotel? Do you tip at a hotel? No. Why would I tip? <laughs> who would you tip at a hotel? If y'all could see the look on his face, What's the... he had sheer astonishment that I would even bring that up. Who would you tip at the but, hotel? Well, you know, let, let's ask the Rojo family because I think that tipping the housekeeper would be a, a normal process, right? And I was reading an article this week and it said that on average, people will tip 5 or $10 a day for, for the person cleaning their room. Hmm. I've never tipped, I'm not going to lie, I've never tipped a, the cleaning crew at the hotel. Well, after what we've already learned about your tipping now, practices, see, I don't think I that would, surprises I anyone. Much would, I would much rather support tipping in that situation because they are really providing a service. They're coming in and cleaning up after you. I mean, sheets and mopping and cleaning the bathroom, vacuuming, laundry, you know, towels. To me, that is, that's, that's different than someone pouring like just a cup of coffee through a drive through Or providing nourishment to your body. A cup of coffee? Like, you're not... If you're getting a cup of coffee through a drive through I mean, does, like, like McDonald's do, do you tip, tips? Do you tip the gas station person when they're handing you your candy bar if you buy a candy bar? Do you... T or if you buy a lottery ticket, are you tipping them for handing you a lottery ticket? You know, at the local it's a, speedway? It's, I it's mean, hard to say. I don't really do that much. Well, I'm just saying, though. What, what's the difference in tipping... Not tipping them versus tipping. Oh, real, real question: Does McDonald's take tips? I don't know. I don't really even. I don't really What about like any fast food places? I, I, we'll go to Chick Fil A on occasion. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. But I, I could see tipping your cleaning crew at the hotel. I've never thought. I really haven't thought about that. What if we tipped for compliments? Like, what if every time you give somebody a compliment, like they give you like a tip, like a dollar or something? There'd be a lot of broke people. I, I think that'd make people nicer. It would make people nicer. Yeah, I think people would be complimenting all day long. Like Yeah, but then is it genuine? I mean, at some points, I don't think it matters. Like Because you're just getting money? Well, I, I think people just want nice things said about them or people to say nice things. They do. But I think that'd be pretty wild. Like, what if, like, you know, every time you compliment somebody, it's like, cha-ching, and you get a dollar in your bank account. Isn't there a movie about like that where... It's not necessarily money, but it's a, uh, it's almost like they, it's like a, on your phone. I forgot this, a movie, it's a movie where in this society you are given like, it's almost like likes, you know, like on Instagram or on Facebook or something like that, they like your post or like your page. It's like when you interact with someone in the community, if it's a positive interaction, the other person like gets on their phone and like likes their interaction with you mm. and based on the interactions or how many likes you get you kind of move up the social ladder it's a there's a movie about that i can't remember the name of the movie like wreck it ralph the I cartoon I don't, I don't know what that is uh, a little of my time it, well my time well no, there's uh, a movie it's a kid's movie so families would get it well <laughs> Um, what about other what about other areas where like, well, well, do, do, you, 
Like, go, go back on that for a second. Mm -hmm. So I said compliments if you got tipped a dollar. What do you think could um, cause people to be nicer to each other? Like, what, what do you think it would take? Like, you know, I mean, I think honestly people would compliment more if they got a dollar every compliment. But, like, in society, in general, what could help people to be nicer? Like, what incentive would do that? Mm. Like Chipotle? Free Wi-Fi? Ooh, free Wi-Fi. <laughs> free Wi-Fi, probably. That could be good. Like, dude. Like, like, anywhere know, you go, free Wi-Fi. I don't know if I ever told you about this guy named Manny, right? This dude is an amazing guy. Like, fantastic human being. But um, he didn't have a home. Mm. Homeless guy, but he was super good with it. He actually, you know, we were out in the Chattanooga area. He lives under a bridge in Chattanooga. And he um, gets free Wi-Fi, free power, and nobody ever bothers him. But he works, like, a great job. Like, like he makes, like, 20 bucks an hour and just he doesn't have a wife or kids or anything. So he just chooses <coughs> to not spend money on rent. So you look interesting. Yeah, no, you, you know, a lot of times we wonder, like, oh, okay, is there some kind of struggle that he's going through? Um, you know, poor employment history. Is there any type of, you know, substance abuse? Yeah. You, you know, whatever. None of these apply to him. So he just, he like sleeps under a bridge? Yeah. Yeah, he's got, um, he's got it set up. Like, I, I don't want to give too much away sure. so nobody's going out to find Manny. But basically, he's set up and um, shielded on all four sides, kind of protected environment. Has a bed out there, has TV. I mean... Dude has brand new iPhone. He has all the different things. Is a TV underneath the bridge? Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, and and nobody messes with him because he doesn't cause problems, and he actually helps keep the streets safer. Pretty much like that, man. You know, I didn't want to say it, but it does sound like. But I mean, he does it for the free Wi-Fi. I think. I think people would be a lot happier, a lot nicer. There's free Wi-Fi, free. Fast Wi-Fi everywhere. Like even on the roads? Everywhere. Wow. It was never an issue. Every home, every store, every place of employment, amusement park, travel, but, airplanes. But you don't think that would have people like more oh, distracted and less That's like everywhere. connected to each other? I don't I know mean, if it would make them nicer or just busier. It may make them happier. Mm. Not make them a little happier. You know, it makes them happier. They might... Yeah, maybe a little nicer. Maybe, maybe momentarily, but I think right. constant Wi-Fi is gonna. But I mean, with the whole tipping thing, you start tipping people a dollar every time you give a compliment, then they're going to get like unsatisfied with that. So if it's only a dollar, not three dollars. I mean, maybe maybe mine's not the answer. I don't know. But maybe there is an answer. I think that's the answer. Right, right. That's a move but of God. I, but I mean, I don't understand. Like, man, some people are just out there. Like, being ugly to each other for no reason. They are. You know? They are. And, 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 you know, it's like, sometimes I don't get it. Like, that's one thing, too, like, with tipping. You know, you mentioned that, like, if somebody's maybe not even giving you the best service, you still give them a tip. And yeah. I agree with that because a lot of times we don't know what's going on in that other person's right. life. And right. regardless of how frustrating it is, like... You know, I still want to kind of support that person. I think that's why, you know, when you're having a good day, I think it's you need to be intentional about it. Like, not that you're being cheesy or overbearing with it, but if you're having a good day, you're in a good spot, making sure you're sharing that with others. So people you come in contact with that day, who everyone you come in contact with, it's probably safe to say not all those people are having great days. Some of them might not feel well. They might have some stuff going on. Like, at least to give them some type of just a smile or... How you doing? You know, I right. think you have to be intentional about it. Yeah, know? I get that. So, um, yeah. you know, a couple things that I've been uh, reading lately, and and just just hearing in the news. Like, did you hear about that plane where, um, like, the door just blew off? The Alaska. Yeah, Alaska yeah, Airline? yeah. Th that yes, but that's literally all I've heard. Like right. the door flew off. All right, so. It flew off next to passengers and like some dude's phone got sucked out and other stuff Jeez. happened. So so here's where I want to put you, right? 
So one thing about my buddy Austin right here is he's a little skittish. Um, I don't know if I'd say skittish versus cautious. Um, I don't know. Skittish. Cautiously skittish. That seems like a strong word. Uh, let's let's go can, cautiously skittish. Moving on. So For the purposes of this. So um, I want you to put yourself in the picture. You're flying as a plane. Would it be good? And would it be good? <laughs> You're sitting there, and the door next to you blows off. Maybe maybe you lose your ball cap. Oh, um, cell phone flies out. Ooh. Where are we going from there? Honestly, I'm going to be real with you. If I was sitting on the plane... And remember, this is a family podcast. And the door, <laughs> and the door, I'm going to be honest. And the door flies off. Right. I am probably immediately just going to start praying. Like, well, right. hey, Father, here we go. <laughs> now, now, do you think that's one of those things that we would hope would be our first reaction? I think or it would, really would be our first I really, reaction? For me, I think it really would be. Okay. Because I'll be like, Lord, you know I'm not perfect. Let's make sure everything's ready to go. Right, right. <laughs> You're calling me home. I would have never. I would never be more saved than I would be in that moment. <laughs> That's true. That's like true. I mean, I'd be wrapped up, yeah. tied up, tangled all up. Oh yeah, I'm ready to go. I mean, your your seat, like the armrests. Oh, like like what do you think they're altar. going through? It's, at a, this it's moment? an altar. <laughs> right. It becomes an altar. I can imagine what that was like. Oh, sitting dude, up there, I can't even imagine. If the wind gust. I mean, it had to be yeah. strong, like gusts. I mean, it's sucking too. people's phones and stuff out. Jeez. Like, but, but. What airline with, was that? Do we know? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, but, like, with your skittishness. Cautiousness, yes. What kind of noise do you think you would have made when it first occurred? I don't. Hmm. I feel like it would have been really high pitched. No, I don't think I would make a noise. I think I would just be in shock, like a. Well, I, I don't think it would sound nearly that masculine because um, uh, we we actually um, you know are are doing this right here, and there was a gentleman <laughs> that just came across, and he was cleaning the building, and as you looked and saw him, sound. you jumped and made a um, a very high. I don't know why guys. you're lying to these people. This it, first, it, it, did, it didn't sound <laughs> very masculine. That literally whatsoever. doesn't sound like me at all. I mean, that literally doesn't sound like me at all. It is so we're gonna move on the most that. year. We're gonna move on from that. What would you do? Sit on the airplane. I mean, I, I feel like my gasp would not sound masculine. I feel like it'd be pretty high pitched. I don't think um, I'd have a voice. I think my voice I don't think I'd be like literally I would be in shock. It'd be like a I mean You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so I feel I'd like in, shock. in the moment, it might be the military thing, but I feel like in the moment I do pretty good under pressure. So I think I could avoid the shock, but I think my shock would happen like afterward. Like a lot of times mm. is, you know, I'm kind of there in the moment and then I um, like pause and have that shock moment. So um, what I'm thinking is happening and what I'd like to happen, you know, we never know unless we're in these situations. Right. It's like you, you hear all the things, oh, if somebody pulled a, a gun on right. me, I'd do this you or whatever. Really, and nobody knows you until know. you're in the situation. Right. But I feel like my first thought would be like, oh, crud, that just flew off. Oh, crud. And then um, I would take off my seatbelt, and I'd probably try to help people in my um, area mm -hmm. just to move up a couple rows yeah. just so we don't have to worry about getting sucked out. Did they land it soon? Like, what was Were they over water? Yeah, I, th I, th I, I don't know, but I think they had to go for a landing pretty quick. I don't I'm think, just saying. I don't think we're, we're rocking it much. With are them. they over the Rockies? Like, where are they going to land? You know? Yeah. On, on, a, on a peak? I mean, at that point, I'm just hoping for the landing, you know, praying for a good, solid Dear landing. Um, but, but it's crazy because I read something today that, like, a warning sign came on three times about, like, the bolts being loose. You ever watch Friends? I've seen it. There's an episode. I love Friends. It's a funny show. There's an episode where Phoebe is flying and she's terrified of flying. And uh, I think it's Phoebe. Is it Phoebe or Rachel? One of the characters... And they start talking about uh, the phalange making up a part on the plane. Cause they uh, I can't remember the whole thing, but they're talking about like the phalange was missing. Right. And everyone goes in hysteric because they think the plane has a phalange. The plane does not have a phalange. Right, right. And they like, everyone evacuates the plane because they're like just freaking out. But I imagine that's how, you know, I'm going back. I wish I had to find that episode and watch it again. That was a good episode. No, that sounds interesting. But, um, <laughs> yeah, 
You sound like you love it. Yeah, I'd like I, 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 I right love it. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm about once, to once again, let's pull talk, that let's up. Talk a lie. So, uh, okay, that may have been a lie. Um, <laughs> my first lie on this podcast. Well, there may be some to come. Who knows? Yeah. Um, another one that I I mentioned this to you earlier, but I read today. Uh, today is January 9th yes. that we're filming this or recording this. Is all day. Um, 2024. And um, I see that NASA delays the first moon landing in decades over crew safety concerns. Hmm. Um, what was the but, they, but they pushed it to 2025. What was that? Cons- they pushed it to 2025? Yeah, 2025. So, so, I mean, we're at the very start of 2024. And we pushed it over a year, and it says it's currently investigating the unexpected loss of pieces from Orion's spacecraft heat shield uh, during that test. So first of all, when were they supposed to go? Uh, I, th- I think it's already been pushed back. But like, was it like January? Was it December? Like the original deployment or what they would call it? It's hard to say. So there's not really a, de- a definitive date of when they were supposed to go. Right. It looks like they've been trying to do it since uh, 2021. Hmm. So well, that's interesting. You know, I can be a bit of a conspiracy theorist. We're not gonna we're not gonna really delve into that today necessarily. Right. But <clears throat> we've been working on this for about three years, and then, and now we're not moving it by a month, or two months. We're just we're just Pushing it back a year at a time. Yeah, I, that mm, I'm a little. I could be a little bit of conspiracy theorist, but that seems a little. Why we have to wait a year and a half? Right. And we've been trying since 2021. Yeah. Go. Doesn't sound very. You know, we don't want to make your decisions for you. I'm just saying. But sounds mm, a little fishy. A little fishy. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm gonna get all the conspiracy theorists going, but no, 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 no. I understand that. Um, But you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist, or if you're not, run with it. Here at Rojo, we love you. You're welcome. Now you're part of the Rojo family. We're a group for everybody, and we want everybody to feel welcome and and feel loved. Um, You know, one of the things that we're going to do is we're going to actually share what our current book readings are. Uh, we're trying to, you know, really look for some books that that help with like growth mindset. There's gonna be some books on um, Christianity. There's there's gonna be a whole lot of different uh, things we do, but we're gonna try to share excerpts from some of these books. And the first book we're reading um, is the eighty twenty principle. I first heard about this, uh, Richard Koch. <laughs> I'm not sure how to say his name. I don't think it's. I think it's pronounced Coach. Coach. Um, I don't want to say his name wrong, but uh, we're going to go with Richard and um, the 80-20 principle. I first heard about this um, from from the Tim Ferriss book, 4-Hour Workweek. Who's the author again? uh, Richard. Richard Coach. Coach. Yeah, Ooh, and uh, yeah, so it's it's really about the secret to achieving more with less. And sometimes in my life, when I'm surrounded by people like Austin, I, I have to find ways to achieve more with less. Wow. So um, wow, you know that's that's why we felt like this would be a good book to start with. Next week, we're going to try to give you a couple page update, just to let you know a little bit about what's going on in the book. Um, when I'm with Mark, I like you know. To have him read things because he doesn't know how to read half the time. That's true. Words words are a mystery you know, sometimes for me. But I'm excited about this book because I've heard great things. I've never read it. I think you've you've gone over it before. Right. I've never read it, so it's going to be my first time reading it. Um, but I'm excited. I you know I'm not going to lie. I'm not necessarily the biggest reader. You know. To, you know, I, he's I'm good just, with words, just but um, it's just from the words he learned long ago. Yeah, he uh, not always so great. He's not good at pulling them off paper. Yeah, we're not. That's not our strongest point. But, but I am excited about reading. This. But you know another thing that's not your strong point: math. Oh, I no, I've never. Yeah, I'm we're, very we're, self-aware. 
we're kind of helping out as um, video chemistry teachers for a couple high schoolers and uh, for free. I might add, yeah, for free. And it's it's been a uh, journey. I don't even understand half the words we're reading. No, no, we're not gonna let them know that. <laughs> the but um, and I have a degree in chemistry. I do not. And uh, and I still don't remember. I, I I feel like I learned that for a short period of time. And it's way past that period of my life now. I have a degree in public relations and a degree in mental health counseling. <laughs> so you have a degree in public relations? Yeah. Nothing with math, I right. can assure you. But I can make a heck of a PowerPoint. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> he's a dream, ladies. Just reminding you again. You know, um, I, I, yeah. Anyways, back to the book. <laughs> it's Richard. I am excited about it. Uh, about reading it. I think it's going to be really good. Honestly, it's not a very long read. It's not very, you know, very manageable. Um, broken down. I think it'll be pretty good. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I think it'll be good. Um, it's not going to hurt me. I'm going to say it that way. You know, one thing I want to talk about, Austin, is, you know, self-care is really big to me. Yeah. And I think... And this is all honesty, like in our busy lives, whether you're a parent or you're not, you know, we're working, we're trying to accomplish things. We've got, we've got stressors in our life. We got bills to pay. We got all these different things going on. And one thing that I think is really important is self-care. Um, Austin went on an awesome fitness journey last year and he's, um, you know, he's just getting that motivation back and picking it back up again. So um, I want to kind of share through this too, like some of the things we're doing to kind of keep ourselves in a good place because, you know, if we're really taking care of ourselves, we can take care of other people better, whether it be people in our house, people outside of our house, people we're serving, um, you know, so what, what are some things that you're doing right now uh, that, that you're really doing to kind of care for yourself? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me, you know, it's easy as you get into your 30s and so your late 20s and your early 30s, you know, if you're not being I, I mean, you're, you're, you're mid-30s. Well, yeah, I'm mean just in general. So, yeah, I just, I just want to uh, make sure know, everybody understands. Trying to get, <laughs> thank you, you're so good, you're so kind, you're so good to me. But like my, yeah, my fitness, just my overall health, you know, eating better, being intentional about what I eat, working out, um, yeah, that's my biggest thing. And now I think, and I can tell a huge difference. Just, you know, losing some weight and eating better. You sleep better. You feel better. You, your mind's sharper. You get more done at work. Yeah. In your personal life. And and I think that's a big thing we miss, too, is like how much better you go through the next day after eating pretty decent the day yeah. before. Oh, yeah, for sure. You definitely can tell a difference. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite things I've been doing, like in terms of working out, it's called rucking, using like a rucksack, which is like a weighted backpack or a weighted vest. There's, there's different, you know, most people, you know, use a vest or a backpack, it doesn't matter. And it has some type of weight on it and you're doing cardio, whether that's hiking or running or just walking uh, with the weighted backpack on. And I don't know, I've enjoyed it. I, I, some, you know, it's not for everybody, I'm sure, but for some reason I just loved it. Yeah, and I think that's a huge thing because that's really helped a lot with your leg strength, oh, your yeah. core strength, your cardiovascular your spine, strength, yeah. yeah, posture, everything. So, and and I think I, I was glad that you shared that because I think that's a workout that a lot of people don't know about. Maybe we have limited mobility and we can't run, or um, you know, limited, you know, maybe have some injuries that prevent us from doing certain things. It, honestly, if you're able to walk, you're able to run. Yeah. Um, so, so just throwing a backpack on, even with, you know, 10, 20 pounds, yeah. something like that, that's going to help and that's going to improve that posture and overall feel better. And Austin lost a significant amount of weight last year and he, he did it by, you know, exercise, eating, but his primary exercise was the rucking. Yeah, it was the beginning. It was just something easy to do, you know, but you know, if you work full-time and you didn't go to the gym in the morning, even if you go to the gym in the morning, it can be busy or you can feel maybe it's a little overwhelming for you if you're not used to working out like that. Afternoons are always a busy time. Everyone's going out to work. So for me, and sometimes my hours would fluctuate, it was just nice to be outside. Plus, I work in an office, so I don't get a lot of outside time. And I love being outside. So that's something I love about running is because it's I'm doing it outside. Right. And so I 
if I was going to spend some time outside, I needed to make it, you know, beneficial and, and doing something. And so I love taking walks. I love hiking. And so that's, that's what started me with the rucking. And I loved it. And that's the thing too, like you don't have to use a, some significant pound of weight, mm-hmm. five pounds, 10 pounds, 20 pounds, work your way up to 30, 40, 50 pounds, um, at your own pace. And you're going to get a workout. Even if you're using a smaller weight right. and you walk two miles, you're going to get some type of workout with that. And so you look at that and what this provides is it provides, you know, for your cardiovascular system, it provides strength. It um, allows you to be outside so you're getting in fresh air. Mm -hmm. You're getting sunlight if it's a nice day. You're actually, um, you know, it's going to tax your breathing at points. So you're really working on getting good deep breaths, and um, you can even focus on like belly breathing. Mm-hmm. That is a um, a proven thing that will help like reduce stress and anxiety, and uh, you know, so so many different factors that you really want in self care can be provided. You know, with just a rucksack on the back and taking a little walk. Oh yeah, it doesn't have to be anything strenuous. You don't have to have like a lot of terrain differentials like going up hills or steps and stuff like you just kind of start where you're at um but i loved it i still do i did it last night actually after work for the first time in a little bit just because the weather has been kind of cold and holidays are always kind of busy but it felt good just doing That's three awesome. miles yesterday and i know we work out sometimes in the gym it's been a minute that we've worked out but we work out sometimes at the gym it's always good and yeah fun and you just feel good. You just yeah. feel good once you do something. Absolutely. And yeah. and the thing is, I remember when, um, you know, I'm a big workout first thing in the morning person. And I like to um, do that. Even my, my sons, you know, they, they do a 530 workout, you know, three days a week. And one thing that we've all noticed from that, and I remember when you first experienced this, is how productive you can be after that workout in that first half of the day. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I remember you coming to me and you're like, I did more in these first three hours, but that was my plan for the day. So yeah. uh, You just feel like you've already crossed something big off your list. So it's like, well, let's keep on going. That's how it was for me. Right. Keep the momentum going. And, uh, you just, I mean, you have clarity, you know, you just think things are a little bit better. You're feeling good. You've got endorphins going through your body. Yeah, it just sets, kind of sets you up for success. Something I talk about with people, you know, what can you do in your personal life that helps set you up for success in your professional life? And I think mm-hmm. for me, is like taking care of myself like that, working out, because I get the benefits of doing that in my, if I do that in my personal life, then in my professional life, it benefits from it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it kind of plays off each other. But yeah. Yeah, so... No, uh, you know, I think that those are fantastic. Another thing that we're both firm believers in is, you know, we spend a lot of time in prayer and spend a lot of time uh, just reading scripture. Uh, One thing that I really appreciate about Austin, and I would encourage you, like, wherever you are spiritually, maybe you're not currently praying much. Maybe you're not currently, you know, reading the Bible much. Just start, start with just a verse, you know, start start there and uh you know it can grow from there uh don't don't be discouraged or ashamed of of where you are currently if it's not where you feel like you need to be because uh, all of us can grow i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how, how, how long we've been living a life for god like you know we all have opportunity to grow and so that, that that's a big thing too like i think allowing you know, positive things into your life, positive people into your life, mm-hmm. scripture into your life, it, it, it helps you <coughs> to just live a more positive life. Yeah. For me, I'm a big music guy. And so, I you know, music is a big part of my life. I listen to music every day, in the morning, mm-hmm. in the afternoon, during work, at night. And I think even listening to, you know, something that's up more uplifting, and, and I'm not saying you can't listen to secular music, it's not saying anything like that. But I think there's power and in then being intentional with listening to certain music, you know, that's it's got positive lyrics that you're listening and it's so easy when you're listening to a song, you start singing along. You know, and what you're doing is you're kind of speaking that over yourself a little bit, you know, you're speaking life. Um so even like, yeah, you know, saying you're busy and you don't have a lot of time to read or, you know, you don't know where to begin, sometimes just don't a, a song 
and just playing in the background is a great way to get started, you know, and yeah, and just changing your outlook and changing, you know, kind of like your surroundings and how you're feeling. Yeah, and and you know, this right here that we're talking about is just one of our one of our big goals. You know, we want to have fun, and we want you to have fun with this podcast, but we also want you to know that there's hope. Um, you know, me being a veteran, I, I, I've come across a lot of people and both of us working in mental health, we've come a lot, across a lot of people who are like empty of hope. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a crushing thing to see when somebody loses their hope. So one of the things that we do want to offer, and I'm going to just go ahead and give our email right now, but, um, you know, you guys, uh, we'll, we'll share it again at the end, but... Our email is rojo, R-O-J-O, chat, C-H-A-T-T, 2023 at gmail.com. Again, it's rojochat2023 at gmail.com. And if you've got questions or anything we can help you on, or if we could pray with you or or try to help you if, you, if, if you're struggling with some mental health um needs or if there's uh, maybe just a need for hope in your life, maybe you need somebody to speak life into your situation, you know, we want to be there for you. So um, go ahead and use that email and, and we'll respond to you. It may be something that we'll address here on the podcast. And um, we're, we're hoping to have, um, you know, some of the Rojo family reach out just so we can talk about different things. Maybe it's something funny you came across and you want to see... Uh, the, the Rojo view on whatever it is. Oh, gosh. So. <laughs> there may be screening. Then no, never right, know. right. <laughs> there might be a lot screening. Yeah, praise God for editing. Hey, uh, <laughs> it's a good thing. What's the, who's the author? Oh, uh, uh, Richard. Richard. Oh, oh Richard. Yeah, oh, so. Richard. Um, um, but you're right. Yeah, you know, I guess we talked about earlier. The whole purpose of this is just to have a good time and to spread hope. Um, yeah, that's kind of our whole mission. It's just to spread hope and have a good time and have some laughs at the end of the day if you had a busy week or or whenever you might listen to this, you know. Um, but please reach out. Feel free to reach out. Like I said, uh, rojochat2023 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what you guys maybe want to hear us talk about, bring up as discussions. Um, we're very collaborative people anyway, so, right. hey, you're a part of this too. It's not just us. Yeah. So we definitely want your input and your perspective on things and uh, Today you're adopted in the Rojo family. You are, you know, like it or not, so, it's dysfunctional, but right. most families are right at right. a level dysfunction. <laughs> so, um, just just a random thought, Austin. Um, what? Yes. What is the? What is something that's just so people can get to know you a little better? What is? What is an embarrassing story? That you have, and uh, just, oh. just, just so people can get to know you. Embarrassing story. Yeah, oh. you know, maybe something that you you don't share too often that we can we can throw out there, and uh, just letting the Rojo family get to know you a little oh, better. Geez, I don't have to think. It's like you know, there's so many, but now I have to think about. It. I can't. Think right, right, yeah. It's, it's got. It, it doesn't have to be the best one. We just got to get one out there. I don't know. I feel like a. How recent? Uh, whatever time. This is one that always sticks out to me. I don't know why. Cause it's not even that big of a deal in retrospect. But, you know, it always sticks out to me. I was in probably ninth grade, maybe. So it's been a while back. Uh, in church, we had a... Um, and I was performing, doing something on stage. And apparently... And it was Easter. So it's a big crowd. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those epic moments, you know. Sometimes as a dude, your, your zipper just, it falls Ooh, down. It happens. It just happens. Sometimes it's, it's the jeans, they come down, they're up the last time you checked. So, anyways, I remember staying on stage. There's, I don't know, a few hundred people, if not more, in, in the sanctuary and getting ready to perform. And someone on the front row, I think it was actually the associate pastor's wife, kind of made eye contact with me in motion, like, mm. um... So instead of kind of being discreet and maybe just turning completely around and or maneuvering somehow to kind of take care of it, I thought it would be smart to just, I just turned sideways 
and with like the biggest gesture I could make, <laughs> zipped up <coughs> my pants. Um, after I didn't think anything of it until afterwards. It being Easter was the service was recorded, it was being broadcast or whatever. And all you can see, and everyone people were talking about was the the guy turning sideways <laughs> right after a very somber moment. And intentionally <laughs> zipping up his pants. <laughs> In retrospect, it just it's always stuck with me. I'm like, why would I do that? Like why did that why did it not appeal or you know, occur to me to just turn around? Or pull my shirt down. I don't know. Instead of no, I turned sideways. Wow. I mean with the biggest arm gesture. I mean it's like I mean, no you, you were letting people know, like you were. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, it's taken care of. I mean, it's it's just, it's good that it was taken you know, care of. Um, I couldn't think of anything. that's always the first thing I was thinking. Yeah, about. yeah, no, that's that's a tough one. It was, you know, um, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Right, and and you know, I mean, obviously, for a lot of Christians, that's a, that's a that's a big holiday. You know, it's so. Big. so yeah, not the most. Imbi- I, that's the first thing I can. Right, right. You know, what about you? Um, well, I had one actually within the past year and it was only in front of my family, but it was incredibly embarrassing. And I I was really glad because, uh, it was back like when COVID was still like, you know, really long quarantines and things like that. And I had just tested positive for COVID. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was going to be out of work a couple weeks, uh, from face to face and, I um, was squatted down in front of a cabinet, and I was putting some things in the cabinet, doing some work there, and I closed the door, but when I closed it, I kind of slammed it closed, and uh, one thing God has blessed me with is quite a nose. It is sizable, and I actually slammed the door on my nose and broke my nose. What? And, yeah. <laughs> so so the black eyes, the bleeding, everything. And I didn't know what happened in the moment. And I thought that one of my kids hit me upside the head with something. Like jokingly, because it felt like I got punched in the face. So I turned around and, you know, I mean, it's not a moment I'm proud of as a dad. But I, I was I was ready to throw hands. And, to um, the pantry? Uh, to <laughs> like whoever did that to me, so I, 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 I felt the like there was no way that this door did that to me. So somebody had to have thrown something at suck me suck, or hit me with something, and uh, and my whole family was there in the kitchen, um, with uncontrollable laughter because I literally broke my own nose and thought someone else hurt me. Wow, so <laughs> you know. That 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 will do it. Yeah, that, yeah. That might win. That that, that was a tough one. Um, that would be embarrassing. I've got plenty of other embarrassing stories that we oh, share down the uh, share down same. the road. Um, any same. questions for me, Austin? Hmm. That that we can just kind of wrap up with. Yeah. What's one thing you're looking forward to in 2024? Not necessarily a resolution. Yeah, but just yeah. You're anticipating. Well, um, you know, my my son's graduating. Yeah. So really excited about that. Really proud of him, and um, you know we're we're trying to get more goats. We're big fans of goats. Uh, we want to increase our goat farm. Uh, increase our our chickens. We we used to live in the city and we had like a quarter of an acre. Now we live in the country, and we're trying all this farming stuff, and it's pretty cool. But we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, and uh, I'm not a naturally handy person, so I look at a lot of different plans and YouTube and stuff to learn how to do things. And we've had some dog houses I've built in the past that the dogs were scared to go into. Right. So just like this, learning to do this stuff a lot better is, is a lot of fun. Okay. So, I like that. What about you? Uh, a couple of things. I think one, I do not have, I, I don't claim to have a green thumb. Right. At all, I, I kill succulents. I kill plants. I, you know, well, you also have two different thumbs. I also do have two different thumbs. That's another another episode for another time. But I'd like to this year get better with plants. Like have a little garden. Oh, that's nice. Actually, prep it early. You no, know, so because some things you grow, you have to kind of start early anyway. Right, and, right. So I thought about like starting a garden. Thinking like a little raised bed. Yeah. Or what are you thinking? Yeah, something 
manageable. Like one on the stands, or are you going to put one in the grass? Or? Probably in the stands. Yeah. You know, where I live, I don't have a whole lot of yard right. space. It'd be easier to do that. Um, you know, we, we should we should do a video and make you a stand. That might be something. That, that, that could be fun. That could be something. So, I think the Rojo family would enjoy or that. just buy one. Well, <laughs> just buy you, could, you could do that, but those end up being more expensive and have less heart. I built a raised bed one time. Nice. It was, no, it was not. <laughs> it was not <laughs> in college. We, 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 because uh, we were poor. Right. So, we, we, there was a place that would um, scrap pallet wood for free, and it was open to the public. So, we took this broken pallet wood. And we built the most busted-looking raised <laughs> garden. And it's still standing, though, at the house I used to live in. I'll try to take a picture of it. Unless they've torn it down recently. Right. But, yeah. Well, I mean, it's got durability. You know, it, it's there. You know, it unfortunately, was. we've had some tragic tornadoes come through and she in, was the, in the recent years. She and was, that thing stayed up. She was she was there. So, her down. But, yeah, kind of looking forward to doing something like that, something new. Hey, you know, sometimes we're kind of like that raised bed. You know, it might not be the prettiest thing out there, but hey. <coughs> we're standing. We're, we're standing. Or sitting. So, yeah. Here we so, go. So, like, you know, that's something to think about. That might, that might be some words of wisdom to leave us with. Guys, we may not be the prettiest thing out there. You may break your nose on a cupboard door. May happen. May, may have the zipper open for the entire congregation. But, you know what, you made it. Right. Let me, let me uh, just share a, a verse. May I got a verse, Jeremiah 29, 11. And uh, and then we're going to go ahead and get out of here. But I just want to share it with you in leaving. Uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. This is one that always gives me hope. Because there's times where I feel like, man, I've messed up enough that he's he's not thinking about me. He's not thinking about, um, you know, my future, my plans. And uh, sometimes, you know, I, I can hear God a lot in my life and sometimes I feel like man where is he mm-hmm. but what I what I've had to realize is it's not him going anywhere it's me allowing distance in our relationship so Jeremiah 29 11 is always an encouraging scripture for me and and it says for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future and I wanted to share that because I don't know where you are today I don't know where your heart is, what's going on in your life, or or what your hope meter's at, like like how you're feeling with hope. But I want to let you know that God has hope for you and has plans for you. Ditto. <laughs> what else do you add to that? No, <laughs> no. Yeah. But, uh, but, man, love you guys. Thank you for joining us on this first Rojo yeah. podcast. We're going to uh, try to get these out to you. Um you know, as often as we can, and we just look yeah. forward to uh, this just being the start of an awesome relationship with you guys. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Our first one, we, yeah. we kind of finally pulled the plug. We've been planning and waiting for the right time, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been a fun hour. But uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon, so until next time, y'all. All right, Rojo out. <laughs>